0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadow Hunter Chronicles podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 where we will be discussing chapter 21 of City of Bones, The Werewolf's Tale. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin and I'm Amanda. All right. Was everyone's week good? Yeah. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Same As good as it can be at this moment. My husband keeps calling it Groundhog's Day. It does. It fe- it's like the days run together.
1: It's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what today is. Where am I?
0: The only are we thing in June that, yet? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I went through all of Wednesday thinking it was Tuesday. <laughs> like the entire day. Oh, <laughs> we even missed my daughter's uh, Zoom choir class because <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday. Oh no! It's fine. It's not graded.
2: <laughs> right. Nothing is i say the only thing that's hard about it is, like, we forget to take out the garbage. If you forget what day of the week it is.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. Sometimes the neighbors have to help me remember. <laughs> exactly. Because when I see them out there.
2: Well, it's not my job to take out the garbage. That's husband's job. Mm-hmm. So technically, he has to remember.
0: Yeah. Set a reminder on your phone or something. Yeah. All right. Um... So we just have two more episodes after this one before our uh, wrap-up episode. So make sure that you head on over to Instagram and go to last week's post. It was on Tuesday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Um, We posted there. So if you have any questions or discussion topics for us to go over, go ahead and comment below on that post. And we will try to get to everybody.
1: Apreech. Uh, preesh. Uh, preesh. <laughs> your jacket behind you keeps looking like a shaggy dog that's just like hanging out
0: yeah it's like do you, do you see my cat
2: no your blurred background yep we can't look at um wednesday's adventures anymore oh. <laughs> i love wednesday's adventures Dude, so- or jason dancing in outside <laughs>
0: My husband really likes this Skype thing. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, Andy yeah, does too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So my cat. Mine's banished. Is the most adorable thing on the planet, for one. She looks like Toothless from uh, what How cat to Train, train Your dragon. dragon. Yes. But she's the only cat I know that pay- plays fetch. Like, That's so she'll cute. She'll bring you her toy and like drop it in your lap, and you throw it. And she goes and grabs it and brings it back. Awesome. She's adorable. I want one. Mm -hmm. You should get one.
1: (sighs) I just feel like my kid would eat cat poop somehow. (laughs) Like, We went on a walk tonight to help like, try to get him to sleep easier because it's been taking a while to get him down. And he's like, we legit, I put him down outside and he's like looking around for some shit to fuck up. And he finally, he grabs a rock and it goes right into his mouth. And I'm like, okay, no. So then eventually i let him you know venture around some more he grabs a rock right into his mouth and i'm just like dude everything in the mouth right now those molars are killing us
2: <laughs> well
0: you heard i said that william is going to be 4 what i don't what william's going to be 4
2: yeah and he tried to eat a rubber glove today remember <laughs> <laughs> he
0: wasn't he was trying, to trying to eat it. Into it he was trying
2: to blow into it like a balloon I'm just saying yeah. the mouth and um, stress never stops until yeah. they're, like, in kindergarten. Then you don't have to worry about them, like, choking on random objects. At least he wasn't trying to eat the glove. And it starts
0: back mm-hmm. up at 16. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> that was unkind. Amanda's Great. daughter just turned 16. <laughs> I should have said that. Triggered. Oh, my goodness. All right. Do we have anything else to, to discuss? <laughs> I hope not. No. <laughs> All right. Well then, let's cut the chick chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworlder
2: Dish, Hodge is freed from his curse and celebrates by trapping Clary in a real-life mind box. To no avail, she begs to be let out. Hodge won't break the box because Clary won't make a peaky promise to leave the shadow world behind. He dips, and Clary takes matters into her own hands, using the stelle to break free. She tails him, and they confront each other in a back alley. Hodge attacks her with his cons. <laughs> Clearly barely ducks in time. A giant wolf comes out of nowhere and attacks Hodge, basically ripping off his shoulder. Clary tries to beat feet, but for the millionth time suffers a head injury. <laughs> she wakes up in a jail cell and very shortly after discovers her captor is none other than Luke, who, by the way, is a leader of, pack, of a pack of person wolves. Luke finally decides to tell Clary the truth about his past. I should have said slash.
1: Persian slash wolves. <laughs> I went back and adjusted mine for this chapter. So they all say person wolf. Okay. But, so But just why to is it you a guys.
0: singular and then a plural? Person wolves? <laughs> I don't know. People <laughs> wolves just would replicate. sound weird. <laughs>
1: listen.
2: Listen. It's a I pack of person wolves. <laughs> a pack of. A pack of. A gaggle of.
0: Ooh. A gaggle.
2: Gag- a gag- a wolves. pack
1: of wolves. Sounds okay, correct. listen.
2: <laughs> I channeled my inner sixth grader and crashed, like, came home and, like, really had to, like, write this out because mm. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I procrastinated badly. Like, I spent, um... You mean you pulled Omar a Christmas? off work late and I
0: watched, like, four episodes of the Gilmore Girls instead of working on this yesterday. <laughs> e. I feel like every time Robin does her recap, I want to make, like, sound effects. I don't know why. Dude, your
1: miming was perfect in your little box.
0: <laughs> I didn't look at you. It was great. I stayed focused. It's good that you didn't good look job. at me because you would have yeah. totally been distracted. <laughs> yeah. I was not doing you any favors. I know I, you weren't. That's why I did this. Oh, I, I totally, I was too busy. I was in the zone. I, I was, was watching totally Kristen. Method. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the
2: zone.
1: Mm-hmm. Auto zone.
2: That's what I was
1: doing. Get in the <laughs> That's zone. That's what I was going to say.
2: Get in the zone. <laughs> His voice should be like that on the commercial.
1: <laughs> you should send them your um, alterations. I
2: should. Like um, Adriana singing the O'Reilly Adam parts. <laughs> no. <laughs> when she was really little. It's like she would sing, go around the house singing the O'Reilly auto parts. <laughs> Theme all the time, but she said Adam parts,
1: and then she'd go, Chow! Wow, oh god, when Cassie was little, of, instead of saying sorry. I'm a bee with that, um, god, what are they called? Black Eyed Peas song, she would say Lima Bean, Lima Bean, <laughs> Lima Bean, Lima, Lima lima Bean. Cutest thing ever, <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Oh god. Okay, I I sorry that Bryn ever, I don't remember her ever doing stuff
2: like that no bren was singing like whitney houston yeah. just like
0: i mean belting stuff out in her big beautiful yeah. voice i don't Not know actually whitney houston when she was six years old and she was singing edge of 17 and i was just like i made it as a parent this this is <laughs> this is it because she already knew bohemian rhapsody and i'm like I, I mean if you know queen and you know stevie nicks I'm done. My work here is done. (laughs) Right. Go off into the world and succeed. (laughs) I rest my case.
1: Oh, shoot. Oh, food just came out of my bra. I'm I'm sorry, what? Later snacks. It was Reese's.
2: (laughs) That's what I mean when you eat them when they're too frozen. I think it's delicious. They crumble in your bra.
0: Like a Pez dispenser?
2: (laughs) A dispenser.
0: (laughs) You just go like this and pull them apart and just pop out candy. <laughs> All right, so this entire chapter is basically Luke just telling Clary his story and the exact, I mean, it's basically the exact same. It's basically the exact thing that Ramen has been begging someone to do with Clary the entire book. <laughs> 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 is just sit down and just give her all the deeds and so, tell her something and so we get a whole chapter of it but that being said this chapter is a little bit different it has a different narrative feel than the rest of the book um so I'm gonna do my best to summarize but there's not a whole lot of interaction it's basically just Luke telling her his history so we're gonna try and make this fun And there's a lot to kind of pick apart and dig into, so it'll be interesting. But, here we go. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. So Luke grew up in Idris, same as Jocelyn, and when they were of age, they they both went to school in the capital, Alicante. And this is where they met Valentine and the others that would eventually form the circle. And the way Hodge and Luke talk about the Glass City, like at the very beginning of this chapter, Luke kind of waxes poetic about Alicante and how beautiful it is and you know all this stuff and Hodge does the same thing when he's talking about the glass city and it's just interesting to me they, they talk about it as if this place has some sort of like pull over shadow hunters like it's in their blood or something what do you guys think did you guys like notice something different about that or do you think it's just homesickness or it's like I don't know I think the two
2: characters you're referring to Mm-hmm. Uh, especially obviously we've all read the chapter are um both kind of exile um mm-hmm. like they're not allowed to come back so I bet it's a lot of longing and you know fond memories and mm-hmm. obviously the part of it wasn't fond for Luke but you know kind of yearning for a place that's beautiful obviously it's described as beautiful and you just you're not allowed to go back
0: mm-hmm. and it's kind and of I the think describing long right mm-hmm
1: yeah to me it's also they're describing it to kids that are from new york that probably haven't experienced much of the countryside so mm-hmm. i think it's so beautiful like rolling hills sort of thing mm-hmm. and you can run for miles with butterflies and they carry you and <laughs> sing you songs what <laughs> I don't know. sleeping beauty uh, Snow white
0: oh. yeah oh my goodness all right, so Valentine was a year older than Luke and a total hot shot. Everything Luke was was not. Rich, charming, talented, charismatic, and influential, whereas Luke was a poor kid from the country, struggling in school, and even had trouble bearing marks, which is, like, a really big deal, obviously, because, I mean, Shadowhunter marks, they kind of go hand in hand. But I, I guess until this point in the book obviously i never knew that there was like variations of shadow hunters in this way like there were certain shadow hunters that couldn't like i I didn't i didn't think about that being like a problem in their society of some of them are weak or unable to bear marks or something like that it just never occurred to me as a thing like they don't talk about it i don't know i thought it was interesting
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems like they have this in their blood. They're all just awesome.
0: Right. Yeah, because all we've met are these extraordinary examples. And then it makes you think, okay, well, obviously they have a very, like, weird hierarchy system. And, like, we've talked about a couple episodes ago about, like, the rich families versus the poor families. And I think Robin had brought it up that, like, it seems very odd that any of the families are poor or don't have as much like the servant thing like servant time the servant thing with jace's family
2: it's just weird to think like what kind of jobs are you not having
0: right i don't get it yeah it's like maybe he's born with it yeah where does that disparity come from maybe
1: it's maybelline (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah totally thank you oh my gosh
0: Okay, so he considers moving, no, he considers giving up on his Shadowhunter roots and even becoming a mundane, but Valentine stepped in, befriending Luke and offering to help train him. Once under Valentine's wing, Luke got better, and in turn, he totally hero-worshipped the shit out of Valentine. (laughs) And he wasn't alone. Valentine had gathered uh, quite the collection of misfits and outcasts. You should say collected,
2: like he's Slughorn. Okay. Opposite Slughorn.
1: <laughs> Your license has been revoked.
2: <laughs> I'm suspended.
1: <laughs> A DWN.
2: <Too> <laughs> I think it would be an RWN. Recording while nerding.
0: Oh god so i can't help but imagine this burgeoning circle situation as like a freaks and geeks style teen movie where you don't realize until the end that the coming of age story that you've been watching is actually a cautionary tale about a cult-like radicalism and by the end the audience realizes that the heroes are actually the villains you know what i mean like it just feels very weird to kind of wrap your head around the fact that they're so young and they're, like, creating this system, you know, this group, almost like a, a rebel group, or if you will. But I want a circle novella from Cassie. Like, I want to see 80s punk rock shadow hunters, warlocks <laughs> in full Miami Vice regalia, David Bowie-looking vampires, and werewolves wearing, like, leg warmers and spandex. <laughs> I mean, come on, Cassie, give us the good stuff. That sounds amazing. Wouldn't that be funny?
1: It would be very fun. That
0: and Valentine, like all young,
1: like walking around, like if
0: they could get really someone hippie to play him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'd be fine with a novella. Just like you gave us the Bane Chronicles. At least give us a little bit of the Circle. It'd Be interesting to like get to flesh out the these characters personalities before they had gone through all the shit you know before they had kind of grown up
1: right well Jocelyn obviously fell in love with Valentine so at some point he had to have been somewhat decent I know she kind of Mm -hmm. I think we talk about it she eventually kind of just feels bad for him right I think he wore her
0: down (laughs) (laughs) you owe me yeah so Valentine was certain that the Shadow Hunter race was dying out and the only way to prevent their extinction, extinction? the only way to prevent their <laughs> extinction and the eventual doom of the dimension was to make more Shadow Hunters using Raziel's cup no matter the number of casualties incurred in the process which everybody thought was insane <laughs> and still does <laughs> As we can imagine, it wasn't difficult for Valentine to sway his ragtag group of misfits to his side, and when Luke was 17, he helped Valentine form the circle. So, I don't know about you, but this part always feels weird to me. I realize how incredibly young they all were, to uh, to realize how incredibly young they all were when this went down. I don't know, it's just like 17 and 18? I couldn't get my 17 and 18 year old friends to organize like money for beer. I, let alone like a whole like uprising what yeah
1: well I mean I think after reading the majority of the book so far learning how mature I mean he's not but for, for his age and the responsibilities he's trying to take on
0: Jace is pretty mature yeah the shadow hunters uh, in kind of that way have that built into them I suppose. yeah they, they act beyond their years I concur don't hold anything back, Robin. <laughs> no
2: <laughs> You guys just keep you keep glitching so it's hard for me to hear you. Oh but it's fine. It's okay. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about like you said Cassie just turned sixteen. Like imagine her doing that next I know. No. Next year, but what you said, you were you were gonna say what I was gonna say. Joining a club. They're mature.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't say that. She has a like knock new group on of wood. friends. <laughs> not- yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm a terrible parent. Instead of teaching her to not join a cult, I'm just gonna tell you to knock on wood.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So the death of Valentine's father during a raid on a were- werewolf enc- were- werewolf encampment.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's You're didn't- saying it wrong. It's personal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Person slash wolf. <laughs>
0: I said it wrong even the death of Valentine's father during a raid on a person slash wolf encampment (laughs) galvanized his beliefs and brought out a cruelty that Luke had not seen in him before. It was during this time of grief that Jocelyn and Valentine grew close and fell in love as you do. And (laughs) they got married after school was over and moved to Jocelyn's family home in the country, which I'm like, Okay. But it it's it's one of those things that we don't really I just wanted to know if they ate a lot of peaches.
1: Yeah, they were in the country. They had to have. I mean, god, what a stupid question. <laughs> oh my
0: god.
1: <laughs> you nerds.
2: Wait, what? Oh, how the tables have turned.
0: <laughs> so, it's interesting to see the the kind of difference in Shadowhunter life versus you know, our real world or whatever. Um, obviously, getting married at 18 is cause for a bit of concern for most, like straight out of high school is kind of, you know, cause for a bit of concern for most parents. However, in the Shadowhunter world, people die so young because of their job, basically, right? Like it's just the nature of the beast that that kind of thing is totally normal. And it's just kind of one of those things that you don't think about until you read about it and you're like no one was like whoa slow down <laughs> like you are just married a cult well, leader. <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah I think it's through the
1: whole book though as I'm reading I'm forgetting that they're literally just like babies mm-hmm. so yeah I'm with you there yeah.
2: I don't know my <laughs> mom got married when she was 17 so I guess I'm just used like it seemed fine to me
0: mm-hmm. well I mean my mom my parents got married when they were 18 too but yeah I mean
2: they're not. I'm still was married. Definitely not ready <laughs> at that age. But Amanda got married young, though.
1: Not was, young. Yeah, I was twenty-three. Yeah. We've been together since I was twenty-one. But yeah, not that young. Not eighteen. You My really son is, is almost twenty long? right now.
0: Yeah, that feels <gasps> bananas. No, I'm just me. kidding. Yeah, it feels like a very long time.
1: It it is. I know, but
0: it just... I mean that in all the best ways. It's just weird in my head.
2: Social distancing's taking its toll well, on me. When we were in our early It's 20s, great!
0: I... <laughs> you totally cut out when you did that, too, so it sounded real weird. It was really creepy. <laughs> but, like, when we were in our early 20s, Amanda, I always thought of you as, like... So like so much older than me at that time. Yeah. Like now, (laughs) (laughs) like now, like I think of you as my same age, but when I was younger, for some reason, I was just always like, God, Amanda's got her shit together.
1: (laughs) I had to, it was my, you know, I was kind of forced into it. I I moved out of my parents' house when I was 15, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, I was just telling Robin today, like I I want my, I was hoping just talking to her about trying to get Drew to get his, you know get his savings and stuff going and we're trying to coach him to you know put a budget together and stuff and it's just crazy to think he's gonna be 20 in a few months and at 23 I was married and had a house and two kids and like Mm -hmm. it's just crazy to think there's no way I want him to have that life (laughs) like I want him to enjoy his youth not that I didn't obviously I'm so grateful
0: for what I did and everything but I started partying early Uh, see that's the same thing with me is you know a lot of people, especially because of the career path that I chose and stuff like that, people in my bu- mid- my business life were very shocked that, like, you're 24, what? Like, yeah. you act so much older. And I'm like, yeah, but I started so young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got all that crap out before I even turned 18. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. I wasn't even really that interested in going out on my 21st birthday because yeah. I was over it by then.
0: I mean, I wanted to go out. And we did. Robin took me out that night. Woo woo. I was with Robin for her 21st
1: birthday. Oh my god, you were. I know. I was. saw
0: pictures. I couldn't go. I was too young. Yeah. Eh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what started as an after-school club turned into a full-blown <laughs> movement. <laughs> I'm sure they had t-shirts made. I guarantee it. you, know, we're we started with film,
1: and now we're just going to turn into a cult. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Who was the um, teacher that was in charge of that
0: club? Right. Who was the faculty supervisor? <laughs> yeah. Someone. What does the yearbook Hodge, photo sure. look like? Right. Yeah. Well, we already saw the yearbook photo, right? It was uh, the the oh, picture that's Hodge right. gave Clary.
1: This is true. I'm picturing it looking like, um, like 90210. <laughs> 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 the Idris oh. zip code is like the Alexei's zip code is below that.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> yes, zero 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 one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right, so it turned into a full-blown movement and Valentine's ideas had become even more radical and extreme since his father's death. He didn't, just want to create sh- <laughs> he didn't just want to create more shadow hunters, he wanted to eliminate all downworlders as well. So Luke admits that he wasn't super into the whole genocide thing, but stuck with it because he didn't <laughs> want to disappoint his hero and because Jocelyn had asked him to... Be- so he could help moderate uh, valentine's more despicable tendencies newsflash it didn't freaking work surprise so shy. a surprise so I have a little I, I want to kind of dig into this but I, I want to read um, a little passage from the book before we talk about it obviously this is Luke talking to Clary despite our, relu- despite our reluctance we followed still as a group we hunted downworlders tirelessly seeking those who had committed even the slightest infraction. Valentine never killed a creature who had not broken the accords, but he did other things. I saw him fasten silver I saw him fasten silver coins to the eyes of a werewolf child, blinding her in an attempt to get the girl to tell him where her brother was. I saw him But you don't need to hear this. No, I'm sorry. Oh, was that a little too much, Luke? Was it a little too real? <laughs> Question. <laughs> how would you feel about someone you love telling you this story they were there they saw the abuse firsthand do you give them the benefit of the doubt could you
1: like at what you know, point? she's a kid i think that if i were in her position yes i would mm-hmm. um just because i think we've talked we've talked about this before just you know as you get older you know as an adult i definitely see him differently he kind of seems like a um i don't know what's what's the word i'm looking for all i can think of is pansy but that's not what i'm looking for
2: <laughs> like
1: you're talking about luke yeah he seems he's just more like calm. stand back
0: and watch and let more him reserved. abuse a child i mean he blinded a child that's just right crazy and at this point they were children too i mean they were 18 i mean i guess they are adults but for the most part they're teenagers and now they're 32 right is that what we checked last episode 35 oh 35 sorry right
1: yeah we said that Hodge was 36 so Valentine would have been a little bit older and Luke Mm -hmm. was younger Hodge and Luke must be the same age Mm -hmm. then right
0: so so you're in your mid-30s and you're talking about something that you did when you were a teenager or something you stood by and let happen, which, I mean, as an adult, yeah, I think it. You, you have a little bit more world experience and you can kind of see things from other points of views and kind of not necessarily forgive, but kind of understand someone's position and, you know why they did the things they did, whether you agree with it or not, or not, and you can kind of not judge them solely based on their who they were 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, to me, I
1: don't know. I, I almost feel opposite. Like, I think as a, as a young kid, I would see, I would be like, okay, I mean, I understand you didn't want to disappoint him. Mm-hmm. You're a good person now. I see that, blah, blah, blah. But as an adult, I'm like, man, I don't know how you can continue to follow someone that would do something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to imagine myself in that situation going, whoa, this is super, like, too far already. Mm-hmm. And just to imagine, I mean, how far into it did that happen? You know, how much longer did he stay after he
0: did something like that to an innocent child? And if that's something, and then he was going to tell her something else, but then was pulling back... What else happened? Like, yeah. it wasn't like a one-time situation. It was something that they were continually doing is these raids and this constant, you know, he says they tirelessly track down these people. And, I mean, they're still people. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're it, it's interesting. person wolves. I, I agree with you personally, Amanda. Like, I don't know that I would be able to kind of get over that, but I can understand how some adults would be like, okay, well... You know, yeah, you're not the same person. You've changed. You've matured. Whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, God, what at your core? Like, no matter how much you change, your 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 core stays the same. And like, that's something that like, if you see that happening, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a really hard question to answer. I mean, I think it it has to be. I mean, it, it's a, it's an individual. It's a personal. You know, situation, this moral ambiguity, you know what I mean? Where you're like, I I don't know if I, I guess it depends on the relationship I've developed with somebody before I find out about them, you know, about something like Uh this. With Clary, obviously, this is basically apparent to her. So, there, I mean, there's not really much that, I mean, are you going to write off somebody who's been in your life your entire life, has never done anything you know horrible to you has been this complete amazing role model in your life up until this point and then they tell you something about their past and are you just going to write them off right well
2: i mean clary can probably okay number one she's probably not really it's a lot to absorb Mm mm-hmm so she's probably not really focusing on the details. Right. But you could also compartmentalize it. Like, how do you know Luke was there when it happened? Or did he just hear a story about him doing it? And he's retelling a story like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, he, said, he I saw him
0: fasten silver coins to the eyes of a werewolf, a werewolf child.
2: Uh, don't highlight it, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. Rob. Or Amanda did.
2: It was Amanda. I can see it. <sighs> well, and I'm sure at that point, she doesn't know what it means either like how you know she's like okay yeah you know
1: yeah as a kid I definitely and I think probably honestly as an adult I would probably be like okay you didn't do it I definitely think I would look at Luke differently Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) well personally I think like I said I think she's overwhelmed she's a lot taken in right now and um at that point I'd probably be like yeah that guy sounds like an ass Uh
1: uh-huh Yeah, more just thinking about Valentine doing Uh it than Luke being there. It would
0: probably hit me later. And there's the other layer of he's talking about her father, right? Like that's a like even if she doesn't know him, that's like her blood, which is yeah, such an icky feeling. You know what I mean? Icky, bad blood. Don't you dare Taylor Swift me right now. (laughs) Uh, I don't know i don't know what the answer is i think it's it's an interesting kind of snapshot of human interaction and kind of like relationships and it's, it's an interesting lens to look at it under i don't know i found mm-hmm. it i found it interesting for the 400th time <laughs> did you say it was interesting You know the really interesting
2: thing about that is,
0: (laughs) isn't it ironic? You can't hear this, but I'm flipping Amanda off. (laughs) I'm so funny. (laughs) All right. So during his reign
2: of wait, what? Stop. What? I want to know. Why y'all don't get mad at Amanda for clicking in the dock, but when I do, because I wasn't reading. Listen, it's not cool. (laughs) I feel some judgment and some... Um, am I
1: in it right now? I feel like I am, and I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. Okay, I'll go down to my part.
0: <laughs> you had to interrupt for that. I love it. Sure. <laughs> so during this reign of terror, Jocelyn gets knocked up, and shocker, she's scared of the her psychotic husband and goes to Luke for help. She tells him that Valentine is acting weird, disappearing into the cellar at night, and that she's even hearing screams coming through the walls. But instead of, I don't know, getting her the fuck out of the situation, uh, Luke decides to talk it out with Valentine like a damn moron. And this is kind of one of those things that just drives me nuts because, like, you put this in, in our world, right? You know, your friend comes to you. She's pregnant. She's like, I, I think there's something wrong with my husband. I'm scared of him. He's acting erratically, whatever. And you're going to be like, don't worry. I'm going to tell him everything that you just told me and have him explain it. <laughs> like, what? Yep. That is not a good friend move. That is a bad okay. friend move.
1: <laughs> I know you're going to say it in the next little part, mm-hmm. but I guess maybe in Luke's mind, it's his tie. He maybe feels like he can mo- mm-hmm. knock some sense into him. You're acting like a freaking lunatic. You need to chill. Your wife is scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you you've admitted, and I'm assuming he saw this um, coins fascinating mm-hmm. thing in the eyes before that this yeah. happened. You know, it's probably not gonna knock him any sense into him,
0: right? Like you should know better. But again, he's kind of brainwashed, right? Mm -hmm, definitely like he's he's under this guy's influence because he totally hero worships him
2: so you think they'd be hanging out
0: more if they're paribatai like he would know something was up well she said himself she said he he goes to the cellar at night and he's very secretive about it so I mean what would the screams be do you think that he's
1: bringing downworlders down there we don't know. To. I, I mean, was gonna say manipulate, but that is. No. Kristen and I torture. know. Right. But you don't oh.
0: know. Oh,
2: okay. So we can't okay. comment. Yet. You can tell us what you think. Yes. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay.
1: I he's guess actually,
2: just um, it's its leg day, and um, <laughs> he's like, ah, these are so heavy.
0: He's getting swole.
1: <laughs> he was just watching um, birthing videos to get ready
0: for Clary's birth. Oh, my <laughs> Yes oh my gosh so of course Valentine has all the pretty words and excuses and invites Luke his parapetai on a hunt that night and Luke gets bitten by a werewolf how fucking convenient (laughs) so he wakes back up at Valentine and Jocelyn's house bandaged up and terrified the only way to know if Luke contracted like the only way to know if Luke contracted like lycanthropy that's the word lycanthropy through the bite is to wait and see if he turns with the full moon and three (laughs) weeks later he gets his answer i just think that's so funny you have to wait for a full moon (laughs) i mean could you imagine how terrifying that would be
1: it just reminds me of like someone getting their period (laughs) it's your moon cycle (laughs)
0: You have that that real bad Tinder date, and you're like, "Oh crap, that was a bad idea," and then you have to wait three weeks to find out if you're in the clear. (laughs) No, there's no um, cut that out. Not guilty. (laughs) There's
1: no way.
2: There's no blood test to check. No DNA. <laughs> <the> Swap.
0: <laughs> you can't just
1: go to the lab, the
2: Shadowhunter
0: lab and see anything. Laboratory. <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we get the sense, obviously, later on. Wait, what? <laughs> I, oh, my God. <laughs> I had to actually called Kaiser
2: and ask for <laughs> the laboratory instead of the lab.
1: But I said laboratory. I I was trying to get a hold of the laboratory. (laughs) (laughs) I was pregnant, and you know, I had all kinds of shit going on. So I had to get uh, my blood taken all the time, and I wanted to know what time they opened or something. So I was calling to find out about the lab, and for some reason, I was on their website because I had Googled the phone number, and it said laboratory on it, so I read that to the person that answered the phone. Did you, I was like, I'm calling.
2: Did to, you ask for Dexter? You, what
1: the hours are of the laboratory? <laughs> I just started laughing as soon as it came out of my mouth, and the person on the phone at Kaiser started laughing really hard, too. <laughs> Igor. the laboratory master. <laughs>
0: Dear God. Oh, I like yeah. Dexter, though. That was good.
1: Or would she be Dexter or would she be Dee? You're Dee. I don't know that show well enough. But
0: she was so. asking for Dexter when she <laughs> exactly. called the laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. Oh, my gosh. So here's the last little bit from, from the chapter. The first change is always the hardest. I remember a bewilderment of agony a blackness, and waking up hours later in a meadow miles from the city, I was covered in blood, the torn body of some small woodland animal at my feet. Okay. But like, how terrifying. Not only have you just went through three weeks of just pure terror, just worried. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That was good. I like that it was really in the background. chia.
1: Anyways. I was bowieing
2: you. Huh? Anyway.
0: You were what? Nothing.
2: I like you. You got a cute face. Continue.
0: I don't trust that.
2: b b bowies bu- bu- in space. I said a- a- I, I, I bowied you. Oh. And then Bowies in Space is a Flight of the Concord song, because why not keep it in the theme? Right. Of course.
1: Mwahaha. <ode upgrading> okay, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think when he was talking about the animal at his feet, he also mentioned that he still had, like, um, the taste of raw meat in his mouth. And that is just what mm-hmm.
0: got me. <laughs> Made your stomach turn like, a bit?
1: Ew. Like, like, like ew. ew.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, I turned into a wow last night, person slash wolf. Like, ew. Ew. <laughs> And his clothes well, that was are ruined really now, Kristen. Huh? That was a very good you. <laughs> sounded just like Jimmy Fallon. I do
0: my best.
1: Oh, I love Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, after this little um, trip down the meadow, Luke returned to the Trump's. manor. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Luke returned to the manor. Jocelyn and Valentine are waiting at the door. Like he's 16 years old out past curfew and they're his parents <laughs> just like twiddling their fingers and in the, in the dark waiting to turn the lamp on. <laughs> so Jocelyn, I'm assuming they just see him covered in blood and she just wants to go console him. It seems like, and Valentine pulls her back and doesn't allow her to go near him. Basically controlling much and um he grabbed is very uh,
0: problematic in case anyone hasn't picked up on it
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he um valentine grabbed luke and dragged him into the woods telling him to do the honorable thing and take his own life i feel like that's he just would have this super creepy dark voice Mm mm-hmm does he in the
0: stuff
2: Watch him be like an octave like mine.
0: They they haven't been able to find a good Valentine, so we don't know.
1: Okay, okay. Do the Honorable Thing! <laughs> he sounds like yeah, Mickey exactly. Mouse. Yeah, he has my octave. He's like, he has his customer service voice on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so in doing his, um, the Honorable Thing Valentine gives him his father's dagger gives luke his father's dagger and then just like
0: ghosts he goes in the house kisses
2: it He's yeah what's like, boo
0: <laughs> okay but just for a second can we reflect on the fact that as a testament to how well valentine has these people trained he thinks he can just be like you need to kill yourself and walk away and he'll do it yeah that's a really good point i hadn't thought of that it's just how creepy
1: right like, could you is imagine somebody Manson? having that kind of power over you? Yeah, Manson. That's true. That's IRL. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hashtag cult, creepy.
0: <laughs> you know, you don't like hashtag cult, life? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like oh, cult I wonder, life.
1: I wonder if there is a is a hashtag that we should Google it. I promise. So How you use a hashtag? Yeah.
0: Do you Google what? them? You can search a hashtag.
1: Okay. Yeah, on Instagram. Duh. God, I feel so much younger doing this.
0: What? <laughs> I'm just
1: learning so oh, much. <laughs> Robin's the one that taught me about hashtags. I didn't know about them. You're welcome.-hmm. Yeah.
2: Are you looking it up? No, I was looking up something else.
1: Okay, fine, I'll go on. <laughs> All right, so after uh, Valentine goes into the house, Luke obviously needs time to think. So he just ran like Forrest. I just <laughs> felt like running. <laughs> I like sounded like a robot.
0: It. I like how you put.
2: <laughs> I had to remember I needed to say it in his voice. <laughs> I did that in Snape's. I did Snape's voice when I did obviously once yeah, before.
1: Obvious I just felt button. like running. I can't do a very good job, though. I feel like Robin would do try it. What does Forrest scrum sound like? Life is like a box of chocolates. I
2: just felt like running.
1: No, I just felt like running.
2: (laughs) He 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 does does hard G.
1: Yep, you need to enunciate the G. Good job.
2: (laughs) My uncle can do like a killer Gump impression. That's great. great. (laughs) Uh, Every movie about Tom Hanks is just about Tom
1: Hanks. (laughs) I mean, he's pretty cool. I like Tom Hanks a lot, but that's not a wrong statement. <laughs> the Polar Express. He plays like every character castaway The show's just about him. That weird Terminal movie, which apparently was a true story. Yep. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Living in an airport for like 18 years or something. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> we could be listening. I don't
0: want to offend the guy.
2: We love Tom. I could write you a very strongly worded letter. He's a fucking Not Tom national Hanks, treasure. The real guy. No one can
0: say anything bad about him.
2: <laughs> no, the real terminal guy. Yeah, you thought she was talking about Tom Hanks. Oh. No, I knew what she meant. Oh, <laughs> she's talking about the terminal guy that lived in the airport. Uh, <laughs> no offense, but you lived in an airport. This soup's weird. <laughs> I um, had this discussion with Audrey. You can't say something inherently meanly bitchy and just say no offense and have it not be offensive. <laughs> you smell really bad. No offense. No, that is offensive.
0: Anyway you slice it. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's like my adding an L O L at the end of a text message. It doesn't quite work. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Awesome. Alright oh, well while Luke was far. running uh, he made his way to the person slash wolf camp <laughs> to confront the wolf that had bitten him. I'm sorry I won't continue to do it. <laughs> uh, so he wanted to confront the wolf that had bitten him. Um, had bitten him. Yeah that's what I wanted to say. He was pointed to the leader and they threw down I just, fighting through the night.
0: <laughs> In my head when you said <laughs> They threw down. <laughs> so it's like a, a West Side Story situation. <laughs> they like get their switchblades out. They're like, it's "Oh, I thought going yours went down. like they were." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, they go back and forth between man and wolf. And to me, I don't really understand that because I get. I guess I get why Luke would go back and forth because he maybe. It's like glitching sort of thing, <laughs> like going in and out. But the other dude has probably he's the leader, right? Right. So by the way, I don't quit understand that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I've been waiting a week for that. Oh my gosh. Anyway, do you, did they explain that at all at any point and any other thing? Mm-mm. Why they would go back and forth?
0: Okay. But it makes sense. I guess sense. I just you're right, how if Luke was you know, he's new. He, he can't really control changing and, mm-hmm. and what have you. I don't know. I think it would just for dramatic flair. Yeah. <laughs> they got to put sure. on a good show.
1: And like, some, I wonder if at one point, like, one of them was a dude and one of them was a wolf. And then like. Well,
2: you feel like whoever was the wolf would win. Right. Exactly. So they had maybe, to switch at the same maybe time. Maybe he's
1: like, pick up your sword. Like they want it to be a fair fight. Mm. fair fight. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that's the only way he could win or something. As if it was a fair fight. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm assuming so. the leader of the pack would know the rules. <laughs> so they fought until the sun rose. And eventually Luke was victorious. And stabbed the wolf in the neck with Valentine's dagger. <laughs> and this made Luke a dumb man. Because <laughs> the wolves have a law. Whoever kills the clan leader takes his place.
0: <laughs> the The who? The, the man wolf. No, the person wolves or just the wolves? <laughs> yeah. This makes Luke
1: the person wolf. <laughs> he is now their leader. Oh my gosh. So eventually, uh, he puts his shadow hunter life behind him, and Luke embraced this new way of life. Eventually, Jocelyn was able to find him and she came to warn him with new baby boy Jonathan Christopher in tow uh, that they oh she came to ro- warn him that there are rumors of a once shadow hunter slash person wolf <laughs> going around a triple threat if you will
2: yes exactly <laughs> a triple threat yeah a shadow hunter a person and a wolf oh, Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Because shadow under and person are not the same thing. No yeah. trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so she was. Uh, she came to warn him because she was afraid that Valentine would hear the same rumors and try to come find him as well. And her fears were validated when Valentine did come looking for Luke. But luckily, he turned into a freaking ninja and was able to hide and went unnoticed when Valentine came by. I really want that explained because it's like
2: you know how wolves do.
1: Yeah, (laughs) no,
0: no medicine man. We don't know how wolves do. Please tell me. Right? Like, did he like run? Because wolves can run really fast. Like, did he just like disappear into the forest, or did he just hide? I don't. He hid in the bushes like Bigfoot. Well, he's black, right? (laughs) His um, black fur. I thought it was. Oh, is he? Oh, I don't know. There's a gray streak in it, right? I might be getting this confused with Twilight. I don't know. With Jacob? <laughs> no, Jacob was russet colored.
1: I'm just that's what I'm imagining Luke as like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I would I call it like Brindle.
0: <laughs> In Twilight, she calls it russet. Like it's like a like, like a russet potato like burnt Sierra. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> burnt umber. Um, that's the one I was looking for. Hold oh. on. I'll tell you. Oh, crap. But I mean, like, how badass! All is right, here Luke we go. To, like, his Dear? second day as a werewolf, he like bests the leader of this pack. It <laughs> must have something to do with that
1: shadow hunter training, right? I mean, okay. he was a bad Sorry. shadow hunter. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> he was a battle hunter. He found his calling. <laughs> it says um, something hurled in front of her. Something big, gray, black, and alive. There we go. Okay. So uh, maybe he was hiding in the night.
1: Yes. In the middle of the night. (laughs) Well, eventually, Jocelyn and Luke began secretly meeting each other. The accords were going to be off of the normal schedule (laughs) due to scheduling conflicts. (laughs) And Valentine was so pissed about the Clave giving scheduling leeway to downworlders that he and the Circle worked with demons because they're super hypocritical and stole the mortal cup. Dun dun.
2: dun. And they put a facsimile in its place.
1: Right. Is that what, it, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Okay, that was my next thing. So apparently it went unnoticed for months, and I was going to ask, do you think they put, like, a 3D printed version <laughs> in its place, or, like, the inflatable pyramid from Despicable Me? Ridiculous. Yes, the inflatable pyramid. Can you imagine?
2: You're like, wait a minute. Someone 3D printing the Mortal Cup? Yeah. Because people that own 3D printers are really excited that they own 3D printers. hmm Cause let's be, it's pretty BA. Mm-hmm. It is kind <laughs> of, so, but yeah. I would never be able
0: to work it.
1: No, <laughs> me. I would make all kinds of cool shit. What would you make? Invisalign. No, <laughs> all I can think of is like a pipe
0: and I don't even smoke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I don't have any experience with 3d printers, but like when they first like came on the market or whatever, I had watched, like, an ad for one of them or whatever. And to me, I was like, it looks like just, like, a hot glue gun. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. Yes! <laughs> just, like, a mechanical hot glue gun that just kind of, like, create I'm like, I did that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I it's definitely not out. the same thing at all, but
1: <laughs> in my head. That's great. <clears throat> well, uh. Jocelyn knew Valentine had plans to attack unsuspecting unarmed downworlders at the accords. So she and Luke worked together, spreading the word to downworlders and warned them. Before the accords could be signed, Valentine and the circle stood unveiling their weapons. Jocelyn ran to the doors and all kinds of downworlders flooded the hall. Jocelyn had marked the circle members with a warlock spell. However, some uninvolved shadow hunters were sadly harmed as well. I think that is so cool. Do you think it was like a video game, right? Like a like a sim, like an arrow pointing at them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) neato. It's interesting that the spell would do like only certain people would be able to see it because obviously downworlders would need to see it, but not shadow hunters, I guess. I think everybody could see it Mm -hmm. personally. Um. So Luke fought through the crowd, making his way to Valentine. Uh, When he got to him, he reached his. Maker is what I was going to say, but that is not correct. Anyway, (laughs) when Luke got to Valentine, Valentine smiled. They exchanged some words back and forth, like, say my name, bitch, (laughs) chat, you know, back and forth. He was like, speak my name or something. It's just creepy, weird, back and forth. And Valentine says, once I had a friend, a man of honor, who would have died before he let his blood be polluted. Now a nameless monster with his face stands before me. He raised his blade. I should have killed you while I had the chance. He cried and lunged for me. Okay, so once again, (laughs) the wolf person has Luke's face. I told you.
2: (laughs) Okay, the only thing that I can imagine is the meme Kristen made. Exactly. For Instagram. (laughs) Yep. And,
1: like, especially because it's in this dance pose. Well, and he, he must, he's got to be in wolf person. Um, what am I trying to say? Status is all I can think of. I think Format. He, he,
0: hold on. He's not Luke right now, right? No. He's a werewolf. No, he's Luke. He's Luke. He's How- calling him a monster because he's still, like, he's still a werewolf, regardless if he's in person form or not. Well, yeah. But he's he's basically guess, saying yeah. you've changed. You're not the person you were. You're not my parabatai. Uh,
1: I just assume he's gonna go in and attack and he's gonna be like Mad Dog? Yeah. Because he's, <laughs> he's more 20. vulnerable he's more vulnerable as Luke. I think <laughs> he would turn
2: well can, can he talk and like do, do wolves when they're in wolf form speak
1: English well, they can partially he's like bow, 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 he's barking bow, bow. Bow. I guess yeah <laughs> that makes more
2: sense Jeez. and Valentin's like fuck you bro <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. fuck you dude
0: oh <sighs> Oh my god. Okay. Great. Wow. I love it. Yeah, I guess I, my part was kind of imagination short. though. Because
2: some of those you see. This is why she didn't get into
0: reading. rating. Like, this is why I had to, to look see TV. At it.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, yeah.
2: Okay, so Luke and V Time begin to fight up and down the dais somehow during all the chaos Luke was able to see the Lightwoods drop their weapons Um, this is as I want to note after the fighting starts looks like we finally know when they decided to jump ship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Hodge was already gone having fled at the outset obviously our theory on why Hodge got a worse punishment is out Mm -hmm. discuss which obviously it's revealed later in the chapter why so I don't know how much you want to get into it but yeah keep going I could Totally see, like, why Hodge is salty dude.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh anyway. show.
2: Yeah, thank you for agreeing with me. Okay, <laughs> Jocelyn tries to break up the fight, reminding Valentine, "This is Luke. He was almost your brother," <laughs> which has the opposite effect. And <laughs> Valentine grabs her, puts a dagger to her throat, threatening her, and um, just crazy because you like. Anyway, this stops Luke in his tracks. Um, he knows that Valentine would do it for real, real. And Valentine knows that Luke and Jocelyn have been in cahoots. And he tells them that they will regret what they have done all the rest of their lives. No. <laughs> Say it in your Valentine <laughs> voice, give no Amanda.
1: Shit. <laughs> what, Robin? <laughs> you, you will regret what you have done for the rest of your lives. I don't Thank know. Thank you. Well, I that's don't good. think that was deep enough.
2: So, Valentine seizes the silver locket from around Jocelyn's throat and throws it at Luke. And I imagine him going, think fast! Oh, God. (laughs) That's so fucked up. The silver from the locket hurts Luke so much, he screams in pain and stumbles back. Crazy how something so small could wield so much damage and really puts the silver on the eyelids thing into perspective. Uh, Yeah. It's, like, a tiny chain. I'm assuming that she's not, like, G'd out, like, um, (laughs) play for play. (laughs)
0: Flavor, flavor. <laughs> yeah. Don't think it's a giant locket. He's got a rope chain burn across his face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what time it is? It's time to get your ass kicked. His pack starts calling him Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Valentine um, takes the opportunity to kidnap Jocelyn and then ghost into the crowd. Luke leaves the Accords Hall and takes in the scene in front of him. The hall is on fire, burning, alighting in the sky. Um, People are fleeing into the night. It's absolute chaos. And somehow, uh, between A to B, he finds Jocelyn alone by the riverbank. And um, he goes to her, obviously. And they leave on horseback and in wolf form, rushing to get back to Jocelyn's manor house, terrified for Jonathan's safety. I was going to say who's watching him, but I know.
0: Okay. As a parent, if you're going to go against your husband and thwart his evil plan... right. Of, of this massive uprising that could have severe ramifications. You're not just going to leave your fucking kid at home where he can this find them. Like fucking yes. hashtag team mom I mistake. I mean, she, <laughs> she
1: must have just assumed that Luke would be able to kill him. I don't know. I guess.
2: No, I She's wouldn't put that much faith in yeah.
1: anybody.
0: There's got to be somewhere they can hide or something right? like you'd want to like set up plans to make sure that things were
1: whatever. Yeah. I also, this is kind of going back a little bit, but, and I guess it's because of what happens later, but I am surprised that they live with Jocelyn's family and not Valentine's family, Mm -hmm. or at least his family's house Mm -hmm. just because he's so controlling. I don't think I would want my in-laws there. Right.
2: I think it's weird that this didn't teach her a lesson about preparing for Clary. <laughs> of
0: course it didn't. <laughs> Jocelyn is one of my least favorite characters, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm sure that there's Jocelyn stands out there, but I'm not one of them.
1: Nah.
2: You don't know her very well. You don't know her like I do. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As they draw near the house, Luke can tell that something is out of whack. The air is hanging heavy with fire and the stench of demonic witchcraft. Luke turns back into the person portion of wolf person, making his way up to where the house was because that baby is burned to the ground. <laughs> Poor choice of words. <laughs> yeah, I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, I, I wrote it as I was
0: reading the chapter.
2: Mm. Okay, I'm going to take it
0: out. Oh, no, that's staying in.
2: No. <laughs> yes, it is. No. No. Can't. Followed up by I the was say of it's words absolutely. burned baby, burned disco inferno, was <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in such a hurry, it was too much to type.
0: <sighs> oh my gosh. So
2: you shall get it now. Okay. Only the foundation and a smattering of random pieces of the house are left. Luke suspects that t- Valentine used demon fire to utterly decimate the home because it's the only thing that would burn hot enough to do that. And Jocelyn is on her knees um, in the ashes. And now I feel bad for my burn baby burn disco inferno joke because I'm all read from the chappy chap. Jocelyn's kneeling on what had perhaps once been the front doorsteps. They were blackened by fire and they were bones charred to blackness but recognizably human with scraps of cloth here and there and bits of jewelry the fire had not taken. Red and gold threads still clung to the bones of Jocelyn's mother and that heat had melted her father's dagger to his skeletal hand among another pile of bones gleamed valentine's silver amulet with the insignia of the circle still burning white hot upon its face and among the remains scattered as if they were too fragile to hold together were the bones of a child you will regret what you have done valentine had said and as i knelt with jocelyn on the burned paving stones i knew that he was right i did regret it and have regretted it every day since (sighs) that is a heavy load to bear yeah but it's also Jeez not his. Louise. I know, but dang, dude. I don't know how you wouldn't take it as yours. I wonder yeah. how Clary's feeling now. Like, obviously she wanted to know, and I don't think that takes away from anything, but hopefully she has um, kind of that compassion that Magnus was telling her about.
1: Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I would really
0: think so. Yeah.
2: You know, realizing why she did what she did. Yeah. And, um,
0: but, I mean, this has also got to feel so... Like she has to feel so detached from this. Like, yes, it's a right. it's a lot of information. Yes, it's about her family, and yes, I'm sure she has a lot of emotions about it. But there's got to be part of her that's like, this isn't like real. Like it's it's not real to her, right? Because it's so yeah, foreign. it's a story. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. It's gonna take some time to like wrap her head around.
2: D- just to process, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Luke and Jocelyn leave, and they flee to Paris. Jocelyn is refusing to seek help from the Parisian Institute because she's done with the shadow world. She tells Luke that she is pregnant, <laughs> weeks along.
0: <laughs> it's the best. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I got have to day? interrupt right now. I have to interrupt. So she's weeks along. Right? Yeah. Her husband's uh-huh. been acting like a fucking psycho for how long? And she's still getting down with him?
1: Do you um, think she has a choice? I was gonna say that. Yeah, is it by choice? I guess
0: we haven't gotten. I guess this book is not that dark, so we ha- we did not get into it. But still,
2: I don't think it's by choice. Mm. Interesting. It, yeah. mm. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Yes, exactly. She's determined to make a new life for her child without any whisper of Clave or Covenant. She sells the amulet that she'd taken from the fire and bought an airplane ticket. she refused to tell Luke where she was headed. But the further away, the better. Luke was a part of her old life, and she didn't want to bring him with her. He knew that if it wasn't for her baby, she would have taken her own life. So Luke agrees to help her, even though it means losing her forever. The last words he heard from her was, Valentine is not dead. Mm. Luke returned to his pack, but a feeling of emptiness consumed him was an absent leader taking no joy in the hunt and having no friends or spouse he says that he was too much human too much shadow hunter not enough wolf in his trifecta yeah (coughs) luke returns to the accord hall to sign the accords and there he finds the lightwoods they tell him the only remaining circle members are hodge which we know what's up with him and michael wayland who's so stricken with grief over the loss of his wife that he has squirreled himself away at the at his country estate with his son and they tell him that they are leaving for New York to run the Institute um, on Exile. Luke says the Lightwoods get off on a lighter sentence because of their connections to the highest families in the clave. And I still smell something off here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I think it's a weird reason. Mm-hmm. Right. I just don't see, obviously, reeks there's nepotism everywhere. But in the clave... Like, the law is hard, but it's the law? Like, do you really think?
0: But, I mean, this is the first... I don't know how much i want to say. This is the first taste of the reality of their government. And yes, you know, the law is the law, you know, whatever. The law is hard, but it is the law. But also, most governments are... At least have corruption, you know? It's not like Mm -hmm. it's a surprise that just because... They're shadow hunters. They're more noble than other humans. You know, they're still human. They sure the hell act like they are. At least Jace does. <laughs> he does. Right. But we've also seen Jace, you know, use the letter of the law or the power of the clave to leverage against other people and downworlders and stuff. So we see that firsthand from just someone who's not, you know, I mean, he's a child, but he uses the fact that he's a shadow hunter as leverage. You can imagine what the adults do. I mean, there's got to be a good point. Th- you know, this arrogance that these shadow hunters that we've met have—it's it- got to, you know, other people have to be like that too. You know, mm-hmm. it's learned behavior.
1: So right. shizzle.
0: That was impressive.
2: You, you're. I was going to say tangent, and then I was going to say podium,
1: like a speech. <laughs> Insight? Your monologue?
0: Yeah, there you Your go. Your explanation? My monologue, I like it.
1: <laughs> Your thoughts
2: <laughs> on love? After signing the Accords, Luke knew that he had to find Jocelyn. He left his pack traveled, at, and traveled at night. Paris, London, Boston, the White Mountains, wherever the fuck that is. I don't know. Do you know where the White Mountains are? Mm-mm. Anybody? I didn't want to go. I wanted to Google it, but I didn't um, have time. <laughs> <laughs> they sound snowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Luke turned his thoughts to New York and the exiled Shadowhunters. So he decides to search there. Um, he arrives in New York, sends messages through the down-worlders, Downworld. <laughs> I wrote Downworlder. Sends messages through the Downworld searching uh, without any luck or signs for Jocelyn. And he says that he found her by accident seeing a painting hanging in a gallery window. He recognized it and immediately is a view from the window of her family's manor house. The same evening he found her. Knocked on her door and a little girl with dark red braids answered the door. Jocelyn behind her with paint stained hands. And he ends with the rest you know. Okay.
0: I find it oddly convenient that all the surviving members of the circle have coalesced in New York. right? Yes. Like, without any, like, Jocelyn doesn't talk to the Lightwoods. The Lightwoods don't know Jocelyn's in New York. I mean, I, New York's a big city. I get it. But also, like, she knows. She would have known through Dorothea, who runs the New York Institute. So why on earth would she stay?
2: Well, at this point, um, when Luke meets her, she's not living at the same place as she is when we meet her later in the book. Does it say that? Because it says that she's, um, it says, I found her living in a fifth floor walk-up in the Artist Haven in the East Village. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So she hadn't met Madame Dorothea yet. But I mean. We can assume. Yeah. I think, I wonder if... um, I don't know. And the only experience I have is movies, Mm -hmm. by the way. Not talking to anybody that I know personally. But I wonder if New York is one of those places where, um, because it's like a big destination. Like for me, Mm -hmm. I'd love to go see Paris. And everybody talks about, you know, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that would like to go to Paris. It's a destination city. So I wonder if people in Idris or Alicante had wished to go to New York. Mm -hmm. Because it's one of those things where it's very opposite of what um, Mm -hmm. they grew up with. You know, because it's this big urban blah, blah, blah. And obviously they're countryside and one city, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to stop saying blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm going to just spitball here. <laughs> but what if, and this, just, this is just random thought. There's no basis for it. But what if she did it intentionally, knowing that if she were to get in trouble, she had a connection to the Lightwoods and could probably convince them or had something on like like had a an in she knew them so she knew how they operated and if something were to happen she could probably get out of it whereas in another city with shadow hunter she doesn't have a personal connection with that might have been harder i don't know maybe I oh, know, just a thought i wonder if it was also the enemy, for you know, um you know magnus yeah yeah
2: specifically because if he was the high warlock of brooklyn mm-hmm. he, nobody else could do what he did right and obviously she couldn't move away from him and she knew him he has before, to come so yeah okay
0: that would definitely make huh. sense
2: mm-hmm. which obviously luke didn't know that i wouldn't think it's just very mm-hmm. they had to have met somewhere the story makes sense it's it's put in a nice little bow, mm-hmm. but it is very, like, okay,
1: uh, right. <laughs> like, they're going to run into each other at the grocery store. <laughs> right. Hey, this is your corner market, too? <gasps> this is your bodega.
2: Okay. I do know <laughs> yeah. how. I want to see one of Jocelyn's paintings, because he's saying, like, he recognized her brush strokes and stuff. And obviously, Claire did, too, with
0: yeah. the, um, the cup and stuff. The cards. She yeah. does yeah. have a very know. distinctive style.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my stick figures look just like mine. <laughs> my kids could see them from anywhere. You
0: can tell it's an Amanda Lane original. Yes. Because it has a little curly Q on top. I don't know. I would really like to hear from Jocelyn, like to get a real like detailed explanation from Jocelyn about what this time in her life was and like why she made the decision she made. I think that would be yeah. really interesting. Well, if you have that novella, you could get it from her POV.
1: Mm-hmm. A legit question. Tell me. Yes. And it might just be because I only reread my section of this chapter <laughs> this time. <laughs> I did read it, but this, you know. Um, why do, do all the Shadowhunters sign the Accords? Like, why did Luke have to go back to sign them?
2: Because he's the pack leader. Yeah, he's, he's the, the leader werewolf of representative.
1: The pack. Oh, duh, because he's the leader of the person wolves. hmm Okay. I mean, got he's it. not the leader of
2: every person wolf, but he's the leader of the person wolves that live in Idris.
0: Yeah, he's the representative. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So hold on, Downworlders live there. I didn't think about that in when Idris, I was yes reading this, but not in Alicante. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: Um, as the books progress, they go into it a lot. Mm-hmm. So you'll it'll clarify and stuff. Awesome.
0: All in all, this is a really interesting chapter. And I remember the first time I read it, I was very confused because I'm like, this doesn't, this is weird. Like, this whole chapter is just a story. Like, it's just him talking for an entire chapter. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, we needed it. We did need it. I kind of wish we would have gotten more of Clary's reaction. Yeah. I would have liked to see how she reacted. But I think, I think. That Robin's right, it's a lot to take in, and you, she, her reactions might not have been. <laughs> I mean, she has awesome. a brain injury,
1: <laughs> so several, <laughs> several, <laughs> she's concussed. Yeah, <laughs> she's Louise's poor kid. Cheese Louie. Do you okay. think that Luke is relieved to have found her? And, like, do you think she's kind of relieved? I think we did already talked about that a little bit but
2: well he's been know. tailing her
1: mm-hmm.
2: and having his pack tail oh her. that's right but i think right. so he's been keeping tabs but um i think he's happy to make contact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this obviously we see at the very very beginning of the book it's something he struggled with her not knowing mm-hmm. yeah because he's like begging jocelyn just to to today junior um So I bet he feels relieved that, you know, he's finally off his chest. I'm sure it's a big burden that he's carried around with him. And hopefully, I don't know. Obviously, we'll figure out what happens in the next chapter. We shall see. Yeah. Which is called Renwick's Ruin,
0: BT Dubs. BT Dubs. I think as a parent, you know, just being able to, because, I mean, he, let's, I mean he is her parent like however we want to slice it whatever Uncle Luke whatever he's her parent (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you know he had to push her away to protect her so you know because he knew that Valentine was going to be watching him and all of that but I think now him having this opportunity to tell her what's going on and now he feels like okay I I can make sure she's safe you know what I mean Yeah, I mean, he had to trap her in a jail
1: cell to do it, but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we'll (laughs) see how long it lasts, but... (laughs) We'll
2: have to... um, You have to think, like through Luke's eyes probably, there's a possibility that Valentine doesn't even know about Clary being
1: his. Okay. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. He knows that there's a girl, but he doesn't necessarily know if it's his... I mean, I'm sure he can do the math. Well, in Luke's
2: eyes anyway. Yeah. Who will, you know, who knows what we find out later, but if you're in Luke's POV, right. He couldn't tell that Jocelyn was pregnant maybe, you know, or maybe Va- maybe it's know. Luke's
1: baby.
0: Vtaine, don't know, I, you know, and I think that that is his initial assumption. I think that's going to be Valentine's initial assumption about okay. her when he heard about the girl is oh you know, they must, because I think he kind of like in his head, he's like, they're totally going to hook up. <laughs> I'm sure as a, as a spouse, you would have to have that like, literally in everybody the back of your mind thinks the same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like they had to have just one time, right? right? <laughs> one time
0: at camp. That's right. Oh my gosh. All right. Is there anything else? No. I don't think so.
1: This was good. Make sure that you read Chapter 22, Renwick's Ruin, for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at or Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.
2: I think you should have said Instagram. Okay. Are we
1: stopping?